Today is February 6, 2024, and you're listening to Space News First Up. First Up is sponsored by Terran Orbital, the leading manufacturer of satellite products for the aerospace and defense industries. Terran Orbital provides end-to-end satellite solutions to meet the needs of the most demanding military, civil, and commercial customers. Learn more at TerranOrbital.com. Here are today's top headlines in space. Satellite communications company Link Global has finalized plans to go public by merging with a SPAS. Syntheteic, a startup that uses artificial intelligence to analyze data from space and air sensors, has raised $15 million. Virgin Galactic said Monday it notified the FAA of an issue on its most recent suborbital flight. Intuitive Machines confirmed Monday a launch next week of its first lunar lander mission. Weather postponed a launch overnight of a NASA Earth Science satellite on another Falcon 9. Weather also caused another delay in the return of the AXE 3 private astronaut mission from the International Space Station. First Up is produced by Space News, the industry standard for professional space journalism. Visit spacenews.com for breaking news, policy updates, and original analysis. We begin today with news that satellite communications company Link Global has finalized plans to go public by merging with a SPAS. Link announced Monday it reached a deal with SLAM, a SPAC led by former baseball player Alex Rodriguez, after the company's announced a non-binding letter of intent in December. The merger will guarantee Link at least $110 million in cash from a combination of proceeds of the SPAS itself and a private sale of shares to investors. Link is separately working to raise $40 million in a Series B round. Link currently has three operational satellites to provide messaging services directly to phones, but expects to grow that constellation to 74 by the end of 2025. The company has not recorded any revenue yet, but forecasts $41 million in the fourth quarter of 2025. Syntheteic, a startup that uses artificial intelligence to analyze data from space and air sensors, has raised $15 million. The company announced the Series B round Tuesday, led by Lupa Systems and Titletown Tech, with participation from IBM Ventures and Booz Allen Hamilton. The company made headlines last year when it used AI and Planet Lab's satellite imagery archive to independently track the Chinese spy balloon's path across the United States before it was shot down. The company's technology can rapidly identify images or items in images that would otherwise require a significant amount of human hours and can be used on satellite and aerial imagery. Virgin Galactic said Monday it notified the FAA of an issue on its most recent suborbital flight. The company said an alignment pin dropped from its VMS EVE aircraft after the VSS Unity space plane separated on the January 26th Galactic 06 flight. The pin is used to assist in mating of Unity to EVE in pre-flight operations and for transferring loads in flight, but is not used after Unity separates. Virgin said it notified the FAA last week of the issue and it working with the agency to review the incident. The company has at least one more flight of Unity planned in the second quarter before the vehicle is retired from commercial service so the company can focus on its next generation of vehicles. Intuitive Machines confirmed Monday a launch next week of its first lunar lander mission. The company said its IM-1 lander is scheduled to launch shortly before 1 a.m. Eastern February 14th on a Falcon 9 from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. The company had previously stated it was targeting a launch window in mid-February but declined to give a specific date. 
SpaceX said earlier Monday that it will conduct a fueling test known as a wet dress rehearsal Wednesday to test the ability to load liquid oxygen and methane propellants into the lander while on the pad, a capability SpaceX created for this mission. Florida Today reports that weather postponed a launch overnight of a NASA Earth science satellite on another Falcon 9. High winds at the Cape Canaveral landing site for the Falcon 9 booster led SpaceX to postpone the launch, which had been scheduled for 1.33 a.m. Eastern this morning. The launch is now scheduled for the same time Wednesday, with a slightly better weather forecast. The rocket is carrying NASA's PACE spacecraft, designed to study ocean biology and atmospheric clouds and aerosols. NASA said weather also caused another delay in the return of the AX-3 private astronaut mission from the International Space Station. NASA said poor weather conditions in splashdown locations off the Florida coast for the Crew Dragon spacecraft caused it, and SpaceX to postpone an undocking that was scheduled for Tuesday morning. NASA did not announce a new undocking date. AX-3 was scheduled to depart the station Saturday, but has been delayed by weather. In other news, Terran Orbital says it has reached an agreement with a group of shareholders who had been demanding a management shakeup at the satellite manufacturer. Terran Orbital said Monday it agreed to appoint a new independent member of its board of directors and will examine a number of value-creating initiatives as part of its ongoing strategic review process. The shareholder group, which included co-founders of Tyvac Nano Satellite Systems, a company that became part of Terran Orbital, had sought bigger changes at the company, including replacing CEO Mark Bell because of financial performance that fell short of forecasts. NASA announced that the acting director of NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center is no longer acting. NASA announced Monday that it named Joseph Pelfrey as the center's next permanent director. Pelfrey had been acting director since the retirement of former director Jody Singer in July. He started at Marshall as an aerospace engineer in 2004 after previously working in industry, rising through the ranks to become deputy director in 2022. Nature reports that NASA is seeing unprecedented demand for the James Webb Space Telescope. The Space Telescope Science Institute, which operates the Webb Telescope, is currently reviewing proposals for the next cycle of telescope observations, and astronomers expect that only one out of nine proposals will be approved. That is more selective than the first two observing cycles for the Webb Telescope or for observations on the Hubble Space Telescope, where one out of four to six proposals is selected. Astronomers attribute the demand to capabilities that the Webb telescope offers that are not possible on other telescopes in space or on Earth. Sky and Telescope reports that the Juno spacecraft has returned images from a close flyby of Jupiter's moon Io. The spacecraft passed within 1,500 kilometers of the large volcanic moon on Saturday, the closest approach the spacecraft orbiting Jupiter will make. The images returned from the spacecraft so far have revealed volcanic activity caused by tidal forces heating Io's interior. ESA said that a defunct European Earth science spacecraft will re-enter later this month. ERS-2, a 2,500-kilogram spacecraft launched in 1995 into sun-synchronous orbit, is expected to re-enter around mid-February, according to the European Space Agency. The agency did not disclose how much of the spacecraft may survive re-entry and reach the ground. ERS-2 operated until 2011, 
providing radar imagery as well as data on sea surface temperatures and winds and atmospheric ozone.